after Dam Damo said all that, Andy, do you have faith that we can bring back the Riz? Or is the Riz dead forever? Uh, never say die to the Riz, mate. The Riz is never truly dead. Okie dokie, I am snacking on mochi. Here we go with another episode of the Four Man Wall. Yes, I am, and I will be later. Thank you for questioning me, Nicholas. This is a podcast on Australian football slash soccer at its finest. I'm your host, Jashan, and joining me from the always sunny eastern suburbs, he's got bad blood with victory fans because he is the Melbourne City mega fan. It's Andy Gibson. Uh, thanks, Jashan. Loved your little uh, bit of Taylor Swift touch there with your intro there. I picked up on that. Very good stuff. Yeah, pleasure to be back for a, for another week, mate. And uh, yeah, looking forward to to getting into it. And hope you're enjoying your mochi as well. <laughs> what is mochi? Yeah. It's like a little soft little snack. I think Japanese. But I don't quote me on that. It's nice. It's, it comes in all different flavors. I do. I don't mind a good snack. And the third voice you're gonna hear, although you've kind of heard everyone's voices at this point in time, <laughs> but I'm running it anyway. It's that of a man who really knows how to shake it off on X. He's player Oscopes, but here he is, Damon Sarah. Yeah, I'm not sure what that's in reference to, but I'll take <laughs> it anyway. Uh, yeah, obviously had a bit of a week off, so it's good to be back. Boys, and uh, yeah, really keen to get into another episode. Amen to that, brother. And last but not least, his life is a bit of a love story, but at times he can be a blank space. It's Nicholas. <laughs> oh, thanks, Shashan. Um, love story did go off. Um, <laughs> Thank uh, you, Taylor Swift away. Taylor Swift away. Um, away. You know, um, also known as. Um, Four Melbourne derbies, um, worth of crowds in one place, uh, and 90, uh, and 90 Western United crowds in one building. <laughs> <laughs> Going to take a few, I don't know, if, yeah, probably a few more than that, but I appreciate that very much. So much to talk about. Uh, Taylor Swift was in Melbourne. She is finally gone, but we're going to talk about football. We're going to pick our favorite errors in A-League history and a bit of a shout out to Swifty herself. And Perth Glory have a new owner. Thank you, Nick. You are in a singing mood today. I love that. Oh, first things first, Andy, Nick, you guys went to Taylor Swift and the entire city kind of stopped for a weekend. I'm out of focus. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, you'll be fine. <laughs> How was the concert? Was it good? Was it a better atmosphere than the Melbourne Derby? Uh, yeah, they were louder than the Northern Terrace. So Swifties Ultras. Uh, I saw the yeah. stand shaking, actually. There's a bit of reverberation. Oh, I saw that. There's a bit of a bit of a you know a bit of a bit of reverberation. You know a bit of a decibels. Um, you don't see uh you don't see the uh, Western United fans queuing outside the stadium to get a clip. You know, you don't hear the Western Sydney Wanderers fans uh, hanging out outside Combank to hear a glimpse of who do we sing for? <laughs> um, outside outside the ground, but um, yeah, she was uh, she was good. Uh, Bit of an odd note when she announced to the crowd that, um, uh, you know, she's going to be the first uh, marquee signing for the Auckland Auckland club. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. But, you know. Um, I don't know if that's going to happen, but it could be good. Taylor, do you reckon that they'd, they'd make their jerseys all in sequins if Taylor Swift signed for Auckland? Or? I reckon they would yeah. have, like, a different, a different week. 
Well, 10 home games, 10 eras, you know? Some hand-stitched costumes. Western United will be in shambles. They won't know what kit to bring over to New Zealand. They'll be like, oh, are they going to be in fearless? Or are they going to be, you know, they're going to be in red? Who knows? Like... <laughs> oh, God. Love it. It's a good chat. Um, Taylor Swift. Oh, actually, no, you, Andy. Andy, how was it for you? You, you went there as well. Did you enjoy it? I did enjoy it, actually, yeah. Um, yeah, basically what all, all what Nick said, uh, I'd agree with. And, yeah, it was a great atmosphere. She put on a great show. So, yeah, would recommend, even if you're not the biggest fan of her music, I suppose, if, if you can get a ticket, that Here's is. Here's a story to make you jealous, Andy. Uh, guy at work, also like my team leader, his, um, his kids swapped bracelets, friendship bracelets, with Mason Cox. Oh, are you serious? Yeah, did, you yeah, see, no. did you see Mason Cox at yeah, he's the like thing? A, yeah, he's he's a like a whole foot and a half taller than any person around him. <laughs> yeah. yeah, because everyone around him is a 14-year-old girl. <laughs> yeah, accurate. Well, that's true. Because it's actually funny because, yeah, you see him and then there's like probably another bloke, maybe 20 people. I don't know. I thought Cox. I booked past Mason Cox at a public event at the Women's World Cup. And yeah, he, he he was like, I'm pretty tall, so like I walked past him and I'm like, I was like, fuck that guy's tall, like is he on some stilts or yeah. something? And I and I looked and I'm like, that's Mason Cox. <laughs> yeah, we uh, saw him at the USA Sweden game in the World Cup as well, didn't we? Yes. Oh, no, a league A league conversation. If Mason Cox, <laughs> what A league club would Mason Cox play for, and what position would he be? He'd be a goalkeeper, uh, obviously. Uh, I reckon. No. I reckon he, I reckon it'd be a trequista. Trequartista. Trequartista, you know, pulling the strings. I don't know if he's got the skills for that, brother. <laughs> that I don't know if he's got the skills for I, that. I, 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 said, I recently signed Connor Metcalf in my Swansea save to be my trequartista, and he's doing very badly. I signed so. uh, Chikati uh, for Swindon Town, and we've um, <laughs> done nothing but we were on six. We, were, we had a record of 6-0, and oh, and now we're, um, we're six wins, two losses, and one draw. Since you signed Chikati? Yeah. That's a good sign. We love to hear it. And yes, we should talk about actual football. But at the end of the day, Taylor Swift is the biggest star on the planet. And the A-Leagues is undoubtedly the most exciting league on the planet. So we're going to start things off today with Split the Wall. Yeah, early, man. Yeah. You're going to bed. Yes. This is. People are going to be um, closing their Spotify in five minutes' time thinking the podcast is wrapped up. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We could get it off with a bang here, fellas. It's just a little fun little segment we do. You're going to miss out on the beautiful moment of the week. Motherfucker. You'll be fine, Nicholas. You'll get your time. Don't worry about it. Just have patience, all right? I believe in you. Two of my beautiful co-hosts will debate a question that I shall ask, and the winner obviously goes to our tally. I have the tally here somewhere for my Well, yes, so far of the season, Andy with two wins, Damo with one win, and Nick with one win. It'll be Andy versus Damo today, and Damo's going first due to a coin flip that we had before the uh, podcast we... recording. Yes, Nick? Oh, well, I must have been resetting my internet. Ah, okay. Yes, 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 you were resetting your internet while we did that. Very exciting stuff. We, we do things very professionally here on the four-man wall. And the question is thusly, which A-League team do you think Taylor Swift should support? 
This is some hard-hitting journalism, fellas. It's the question on everyone's lips. It's very important. Do you boys feel confident you have some strong arguments here? Yes. Uh, I think this might be the only time I've done some research. (laughs) 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 Yeah, first thing Davo says on the call today is like, look, I'm just doing some prep, all right, to split the wall. I'm feeling good. I'm Um, feeling good. Just like how how you cheated that way through the question when you named like three clubs for the worst logo. It worked, bro. It worked. At least he answered... As opposed to just copying your answer. Yeah. What, what uh, regardless, you'll have a minute. Yeah, he's going to say a Katy Perry yeah. song. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, okay. You've got a minute, Damo. Are you ready? Yeah. Beautiful. All Three, good. two, one, go. Well, I think uh, Taylor Swift should support Western United. Um, she's obviously... Very inclusive. Uh, she's um, known for being very inclusive, and I think that ties in with Western United's uh, philosophy. Uh, she's got an incredible love story with uh, dear John Aloisi, uh, <laughs> seeming to never want to uh, blemish her reputation by questioning his team's uh, selections or tactics, which is uh, actually kind of in tune with the whole Western United leadership. Uh, obviously, John Aloisi, shit. Um, <laughs> But uh, simply, I think because through this cruel summer there, um, because through um, this cruel summer, the stadium um, uh, should have been, which should have existed by now, um, it's uh, not going to end well. So I'm sure Taylor would be happy to shake it off. (laughs) (laughs) We can't end there. We need more. We need more. (laughs) All right. That's it. That's time. He finished it right on time. That was really good. All right. did, did you write that down, bro? Were you reading off a script? Uh, not really. I was <laughs> okay. just stop pointing it. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> Sorry, Andy. Oh, I'm screwed here. Oh, that was really good. <laughs> I'm, I'm that was really, kidding. really good. That was poetry, brother. Damo came that through the wall like a wrecking ball. He did. <laughs> <laughs> That's Miley Cyrus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. All right, Andy. Uh, yes. Give me your best Kesher impression. Let's go. Kesher. Ready? Jeez. All right. Oh. Ready. Let's do it. Three, two, one, go. All right. Well, that's a, it's a hard one to come up against, but I'll give it a crack anyway. And uh, I think Taylor Swift should support Adelaide United. And I'll tell you why. Because Adelaide United, they're known as the Reds. She wears her red lipstick. That's her, um, her signature. It's her trademark. And uh, she's got her Red Era, of course. Red the album. And uh, the girl just loves to tell the Reds. So uh, what better team to support in the A-League than uh, the Reds? That is Adelaide United. And uh, she always puts on a, on a good show, as do, as do Adelaide United at their home games. Get a good crowd, good atmosphere, as does Taylor Swift. And, uh, yeah, that is all I've got. I've got no lyrics or puns for you like Damo, but just, just hard <laughs> All right, he's done with ten seconds to Sorry. spare. That was that was two good arguments, yeah, that fellas. Was pretty good. I heard he, I heard she supports this club. Did <laughs> <laughs> you playing a fucking video while we record this podcast? I didn't want to play it too long. Don't want a copyright strike. Of course not. We don't. We can't afford a copyright um, strike. We've already had too many. I'm not here on Split the Wall to participate, but if I had to go, I'd say um, 
I would say uh, Auckland United because they're going to be the thirteenth club to enter the league. Ah, and, okay. and, and then once Auckland United are in, it's going to be. I agree with Andy. Western United because they'll always be finishing thirteenth. <laughs> <laughs> Classic. Oh no, wait, that was David. Yeah, that was, that was yeah. David. <laughs> <laughs> well, I decide this one. No, no, no. I, I, you know what? You can decide this one, but I want to share my thoughts real quick. I thought you both did really, really well. Excellent. I liked uh, Damo's poetry there. That was beautiful, and you made some good points. Um, they have had a cruel summer. <laughs> that was good. But they're getting there. They're getting there. And then Andy just went for the color red, which I also kind of respect. I did. I do wish Damo, you made the point that like one way Western United could actually get some fans would be with the Taylor Swift sponsorship. They might That's actually right. get some exactly. people in the stand. But it's really it's, just who would she support or who should she? Imagine support. if Taylor Swift yeah, exactly owned, right. owned like she could own an A League club. Oh, absolutely. She could she own, could own the entire league. league. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. She can. Maybe she's the rumored buyer of the Newcastle Jets. <laughs> who knows? Um, Love Newcastle. We'll see how she likes no. Sydney. That's next four nights. <laughs> we know she loves her Jets. Yeah, true. Yeah, she lo- she does love yeah, her Jets. I would I personally would vote Damo because I'm a sucker for um imagery and, and puns. But who do you think, Nick? Damo, easy. Yeah, it was a all right. A plus for effort. Um, he understood the assignment. Damo took me. Yes, he did. All right, Damo gets the win. <laughs> thought I was going to make you win. Plays into my hands that I was doing fuck all for the last half an hour. So I thought, you know what? What's what's what, what else am I going to do for this half an hour? But Prepare for a very important segment yeah. on the Andy, podcast. So. What a, you should be preparing for the segments. It's good. What era did you um, did you enjoy the most at the concert? Uh, the love story era, mate. <laughs> it's always about the love story uh, with this guy. Uh, uh, Andy and what, is a romantic what, at the end of the day. And what era did you dress as? Um, I dressed as my smart casual era. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I feel like it's more cash than smart. Cobber, okay, you've been okay. smart casual for about 10 years at this point in time. But regardless, Taylor Swift, yes, did happen. She's gone now. Shall we talk about some football, fellas? Yes. Yes. Damo's very excited. Nick's not really keen on it. Yeah. He just wants to talk about Taylor Swift for the entire hour. I understand. But regardless, football happened over the course of the weekend. I'm going to rattle off the scores, and then my beautiful co-hosts are going to pick some games they want to talk about. Western United won a game. With the impending Taylor Swift sponsorship on the cards, they were like, they're trying to impress her, you know, bringing out the A game. They beat the Jets 2-0. Sydney beat Adelaide 2-1. The Melbourne Derby, the huge fixture of the weekend, was shit. Nil all draw. Perth Glory oh, beat Brisbane enough. 3-2. Central Coast beat Western Sydney 1. It is a little bit shit. <laughs> MacArthur lost to Wellington 2-1. And just yesterday, Melbourne Victory beat Western United 2-1. So I'll start with you, Andy. Actually, no, I'll start with Nick, because Nick wasn't a part of Split the Wall, and it's, t- it's Nick's turn to talk. What game would you like to talk about the uh, most? Final last words, my turn to talk. Um, you won't get any more words in. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, yep, true. well, in my opinion, uh, Western United, Newcastle Jets, uh, doing something better with my Friday night, can't remember. Um, probably watching Love on the Spectrum or something cool like that. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, Melbourne went to the Derby. Uh, that was a, it was a good... I mean, it was like nil all, but it was like, you know, uh, it was like they had their chances, but no team, I felt like after 55 to 60 minutes, you could tell no team had it in them to score. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Jamie McLaren's, uh, 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 I'm going to take it out on Jamie McLaren and it's unfair on Jamie McLaren. 
because I know deep down the issue is with the squad and the play style doesn't suit Jamie McLaren. Uh, Jamie McLaren's not going to make runs on his own. He's not going to take risks. He's going to be the final man to finish it. And mm. the team is just not suited to his play style. And it's just no one's going to pick City up off the canvas at the moment. It's a bit frustrating. Uh, mm-hmm. so, but it's yeah, easy for you to say. Uh, it was a bit sad to see Zadball fail, fail again, but... Um, yeah, it was a, it was a... yeah, how's that Zrubin Zadkovic era going for you, brother? Fail again. Mm. Oof. <laughs> Haven't seen that for a yeah, while. Yeah, but nothing oh, too God. much more to add with the games, you know. Like, I've kind of forgot. I didn't check the Sunday scores till Monday because I was kind of, I was kind of busy Sunday Arvo, Sunday night. Ah, that's totally fair. You had a bit of a thing to, to go to, a bit of an event. What about yourself, Damo? Was there a standout game for you? Something that really kind of uh, excited you from the weekend? Not that I can uh, remember very well. Uh, I do remember watching a little bit of the Melbourne Derby and thinking this is a bit boring. I can't remember what what was Friday night's game. Uh, I think I watched Friday night's game. Western United versus Newcastle. Did you get the Tuesday game? Yes. No, I I put in the the Tuesday game, don't worry. Yeah, that was a good game. I watched the Western United... Newcastle game and that was pretty boring too to be fair not much happening uh, it was just a really for me this was just a really bland week of, of football Mate, I can't it's, really it's, it's round 16 round 17 there's a couple run of the mill weekends even now yeah there. It's like, but generally it's like... something something cool happens like last week we had the biggest A-League bloody meme memeable week yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I missed it but it would have been bloody, yeah. It was shit, heaps of shit to talk about. This week was nothing. Yeah, well... That's because uh, everyone was focused on Taylor Swift. Maybe, yeah. Absolutely. And that's absolutely. Mm. Can I just say, I was watching the news and I heard the biggest stray shot of all time. It's, this is not related mm. to A-League. They were like, it's raining in Sydney and hey. they're like, Taylor Swift bought the rover from Melbourne. I'm like, fuck you. It was a great weather in Melbourne. The derby was immaculate at 29 degrees and sunny. And you're saying we bought the rain. Fuck off, Sydney FC. Actually, you guys are always yeah. raining. You see there was a washout at uh, McCullough Park um, in Canberra. And fuck you, Damo. I see you mimicking my fingers there. <laughs> there was a washout in McCullough Park. Lightning and thunder. Very, very frightening. And uh, <laughs> and and like, you couldn't get the game on the way. A big ups to in the, uh, the A-League women's. Western United have pushed up through to the top. Um, Hell Yeah. It's oh, them yeah. carrying the whole club. It's good. Yeah, that is good. Nah, mate, come on now. They just got to win. They just won a game against Newcastle and, and then proceeded to lose against Victor. But yeah. also, uh, big <laughs> LOLs to Western United men's for uh, popping the L. Mm. Popping the L. Two minutes away. Against Victor. Yes. Back to back wins. Yeah. So that it was it Damien De Silva scored two goals in extra time to give Melbourne victory the win? Yeah. Um, That's so insane. Yeah, which Center back. reminds me. Okay, Nick. I did a binoculars gesture for all our people listening at home. Oh, are you peeking at something? Oh, I'm peeking through the covers. Oh, it's a bit of a peak moment <laughs> of the week then, fellas. Go on then. Beautiful transition. That was seamless. Let's go. I'd just like to say I'm not a professional athlete myself, so I've uh, 
almost this pulled, is true I've almost when I've celebrated in my own home I've almost pulled a shoulder <laughs> doing a doing a chainsaw action it's just a personal confession of mine but you know yeah, if yeah, you're yeah. a professional <laughs> athlete your muscles should be limber enough to celebrate loosely unless you know <laughs> unless you're like Sam Kerr or Nestor and you, and you slip doing a, a cartwheel yeah. um, which is, would be tragic but Daniel Pena Daniel yeah. Pena. Daniel Pena, this mate. Guy. The DP himself. Daniel Penalty? Penalty? Don't, don't injure yourself. Celebrating with 30 minutes to go, mate. Waste four minutes of time and then complain that there's too much stoppage time and ultimately lose the game. There's nothing more peak than celebrating like you've won the league uh, when you're still 12. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> An absolute joke. Very funny. Oh, I, I mean, you know, it would have been their second win in a row, which is, you know, huge for their season. But yes, I, I tend to agree. Do you know how many wins from in a row you need to win the premiership? Considerably more than at that. At least, at least, at least two every, two out of every, two wins in a row, then maybe a draw, then two wins in a row. And again, you need to build a bit of momentum, mate. It's not going to yes, happen. And they're still seven points behind Newcastle Jets, so they're firmly in last place. I've also got a bit of... I I found this quite funny when I saw it pop up online, was the the Melbourne Victory supporters uh, heading back to Jollymont Station through all the uh, the Swifties. (laughs) Oh, well, it was a bit ordinary. It could have been peak moment of the week, but... um, but it's more like an iconic Melbourne moment, you know. Oh, absolutely! But all, all, all the Swifties <laughs> hated it. All the yeah. Swifties hated it. They hated it because you know they're just like minding their business and like, and then you got fucking Melbourne Nick victory guys. Nick minute you got bloody two thousand victory boys walking through. Yeah. Andy so. and I, Andy and I went through, walked through Yarra Park to get to Amy Park. There was no merch lines. So it was great. Bought a t-shirt. <laughs> Hell yeah. Because everyone was already inside the concert. Everyone was already wearing their sweet sequins, I should say. The amount of people who fucking offered me a friendship bracelet at the bar over the weekend. Like, it was nice. Touching, obviously. I appreciate it, but like, I don't get it. It's just a fucking bracelet. Like, grow up. Oh, well, you're fucking boring, aren't you? I, I guess so, but... Boring. Thank boring. you, Damo. You see this, mate? Taylor so Swift. Life. Yeah. Oh, my God. Hey, my mom, there he is. My mum actually went, so she got one. Ah, uh, she got, did. She okay. Yeah. She got a friendship bracelet. No, she got yeah. one of them. Yeah, right. Okay. <laughs> one of the whatever Nick is holding right Oops. now in his hand. Please return after the event. Didn't follow that. Ah, uh, you didn't return it, Nicholas. Whoop! I could buy almost a trillion of those. You know, I, I would have. <laughs> I, I was tempted to buy bootleg merch because, like, Taylor Swift doesn't need another fifty-five from me. Nah, she really doesn't. Um, what about you, Andy? Any standout games over the course of the weekend that you want to shed some light um, on? Well, I, yeah, look, the only one I watched, I must confess, was the Derby this week. Um, the the game that was last night, the Tuesday Brandon. night game, seemed like it would have been a good game, just the, the context of it and how it went down with the um, two stoppage time goals from victory, so that would have been uh, an exciting game to watch. But uh, nonetheless, yeah, I can talk about mm. the Derby and... Um, I, I don't actually think it was uh, a, a, such a boring game, you know. I thought uh, for a nil-all draw, it was actually quite good. And there were chances on both sides. There was a few shots that um, hit the woodwork and um, a few clear-cut 
opportunities that should have been scored from both teams. So there was definitely chances yeah. there. So don't necessarily agree with the fact that uh, neither team looked like scoring, you know. But, um, yeah, it was a bit of a stalemate in the end. And, um, yeah, it just seemed like a very evenly matched game, which was which is good because I went into it thinking that um, we were probably going to get uh, get bested um, just based on our recent form, especially the the game against Brisbane recently. So yeah, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll I'll take the uh, the point as a city fan and and move on. But yeah, I didn't think it was a bad game at all um, as a you know from an entertainment perspective either. What did you make of Tilio in his first start back with the club? He obviously started the game. Um, yeah, he did, which was good. Um, he didn't set the the world on fire, um, but he showed glimpses. And um, yeah, there was one. He hit hit the crossbar. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he had a really good, really good shot with that one, and um, made a really good run at, at one point as well, where he, his trademark run up the field, dodging in between everyone, making it look easy. Saw that come out, which was good to yep. see. Um, so yeah, I'm excited for the rest of the season. I think we'll see uh, see a lot more of that going forward, which will be good for for us and for him as well. So fingers crossed, he yeah. can keep improving. I'm gonna shed. Oh, you yeah, go, Damo. Go, go, go. Yeah, I was just gonna yeah talk about um, the aftermath of the uh, the match with uh, obviously Tony Popovich mm. and oh, oh, yeah. Michael Zappers. Zappers. <laughs> a bit of a, a bit of a ice cold moment. I don't there. understand yeah, why Zappers still has moment. a job, mate. He's been mid for fucking twenty years at this point in time. Zappers or Zappers? Zappers. Both. Oh, mate, I think we're not really a sport for choice in the media landscape. Yeah. Right? Well, uh, but we do, but we do have do some great. We do have some great talent in the media. Uh, landscape at the A League, uh, Tristan McManus. Anyone? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Andy, Andy as well. He's can't understand yeah. half what he says, but good, good for what. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just vibe and down here, lads. <laughs> so what? What happened? But you know, I have no idea what's actually going on. But I'm having a great time anyway. Oh no! I love the oh. RBB making so much noise. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, good on him. What happened but, uh, between Popper? Getting back yeah, on track. Yeah. Get, getting back on track to to Popper. I just yeah, it's just it's an odd odd thing to kind of say. Uh, what did he What did he say? Point to make N- nothing. Oh. No, like that's yeah. the point. Is he just gave no no feedback or no insight into any of this any of his decision making? Right, okay. Mm. Yeah, it was just an odd. Press conference as well. Um, gave a bit of a Tony Abbott response. Ah, uh, from yeah. Back the day. I gave you the response you deserve. I mean, <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's kind of, but I think the journalist actually proposed some decent yeah. questions. Like he did, and he maybe they could have worded it better. He was a bit, you know, on, um, on ground, on ground, or like on ground, or um. Uh, no, in the, in the actual in the actual press conference. I saw the on ground one too. The on ground yeah. one was pretty frosty too. I think. Yeah. I think uh, it's going to be forgotten about it pretty quickly. Um, Obviously, funny, yeah. Now. Funny, yeah. funny how a win can help with that. Yeah. Um, and Arzani, in, instrumental. Uh, mm. I, I've spoken to a few victory fans. I think the opinion is that it's just not fit enough. Um, you know, um, Arzani. Yeah, Arzani. I think that's the, the opinion of the fans. Like, if he was fitter, he'd be he able. He, when he's at his best, he's really he good. But yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. He just can't run out a full ninety. Like he just is. Body, when his body's done, his body's done. Yeah, he, he's, he, he's not an he's not an an athlete. Athlete. He's a you know he's he's good at what he does for 
50 minutes, 60 minutes, but he's that's not he's not a 90 minute player. He's also competing yeah, with Falami, Valupale, and Economides for those wing spots. Yeah, like. yeah, certainly, yeah. Uh, but I think it was a bit uh, like a bit unfair on his players to air out, you know, criticism like that. Mm. Like, um, like I've always been a fan of the coaching philosophy that you know, um, public, like you know, not that I've been like. I coaching anything where I have to like front the media but like yeah. I've never been a coach regardless anyway I don't know why I have an opinion on this but you know they'll Speaking be like tangents ah oh. uh, they'll be like they'll be like um back them publicly to the media but criticize behind closed doors mm. you know like so like you know take the shit like take all the shit be like all oh, the buck stops with the coach but then privately Tell them to shape up. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like you don't, you don't like, you don't criticize your players in public. Is what I'm saying. Did you guys oh, know oh, that? Go. Sorry, I keep going, Nick. My bad, my bad, my bad. I thought you were done. Um, yeah, so I think it was pretty poor form. Uh, like, you know, um, pretty poor form. Like, it's all going to be forgotten about now because they won. Yeah. Uh, but and pretty quick turnaround too. But like, what's Arzani gonna like if if they like? Played another draw or another loss, like those comments would sit for a long time, I reckon. And um, oh fuck, I had one more thing to say, but it's just it's, it's with that second nil or draw of the derby this season. It's been over twelve months since victory scored in a derby. Now, yeah. uh, twelve months, as in calendar days, they had a pretty comprehensive win around this time last year. But they're not going to be playing another derby for a month or two. So plenty more derbies to come in the future, boys. Same could be said. Oh, actually, no, Melbourne City had a more recent derby win um, in that re- re-continued game. Fucking Andy will take any possibility. Like, yeah. Did you guys see that Geordie Boss's younger brother, Casey, has been promoted to the Melbourne Victory Senior Squad? Yep, did see that. Yeah. yeah. Hasn't played yet, I don't Fucking... think, but if he's good, he's good. Where's the loyalty? <laughs> he's been in the Victory Academy for, like, for years. It's not his fault, I swear. Um, I just wanted to point out uh, Wellington Phoenix got a cheeky win over MacArthur, which was at the time I think a top of the table clash, so a very valuable win. And just the way yeah, they MacArthur's getting um, MacArthur's getting some. I didn't get it this time, but MacArthur's um, becoming more credible. Um, hmm. You know, like they put they're putting they're putting it forward to you know, um, you know teams like Wellington compared to Victory, who are on the same amount of points, floundering or more points, I should say, who are floundering to like you know. Just getting past Western United, floundering to Melbourne City. Yeah, I totally agree. Well, MacArthur outplayed them in this game, like 70% possession. I think it was like 20-something shots. Yeah, 24 shots to eight compared to Wellington. Holman and Lewis are playing really well in the middle there. But Wellington just have a way of fucking scrapping out games. Grinding yeah. out. Yeah. Well, well, are we safe to say like the top six is set right now? No. I would say Melbourne City. Well, who's coming in? Uh, the Brisbane Roar. Yes. No way. They're way too far off. They they're four points behind, and they've already played. It's their four game points. It's not many points at be, all. There could be as many as seven points out of the race if Western if Western Sydney and uh, Sydney FC win their games. They could be as as far as seven points out of the top six. Western Sydney are dross right now. I don't think they are confirmed to to go through at all, which is a, which is surprising. Yeah, well they have a yeah. bit, they, they have they have a bit, they have an equal record to Brisbane Raw, four points in the last five games. So I, I, I would say the top four is probably 
But well, so do Most Melbourne's. Most being cemented. Yeah, Melbourne, I think Sydney F, no one's getting past Sydney FC. They're in good form and they're, they're four points clear of Melbourne City uh, in seventh. I don't think anyone's getting past them from um, seven and below. Uh, Western Sydney, Melbourne City, Brisbane are, are all on the same amount of form. So is Adelaide United in four Perth Glory look good. Games. Yeah, they're undefeated in five, but I think the gap is too large to make up. So nah, there's still too... ten. There's still ten games to go. There's plenty of time. That's thirty points up for grabs. Both are the most attackingest team. Yeah, they are. Stadich hasn't playing really, really well right now. They've got their new owner. I don't know if you guys saw this. Ross Poligra has been uh, named. Feels the feels uh, back in the shed are brought bloody. Yeah, yeah they're right he back. said a lot about the shed that... in his first press conference. He was talking shed a lot. Very, very excited, Mister Poligra. He was talking. Sh- he was talking shed like you know someone like an old codger from Totoro when he's uh, been given his uh, when he's been given his government bonus. Yeah, gonna put yeah. a shed there, shed there. Put the shed in the corner. Yeah, this shed's gonna be this shed's gonna be for my caravan. This one's gonna be for my hay bales. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mate, he's 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 talking shed like he works for uh, Bunnings Warehouse. But apparently, he's paying four million a year. To seal this takeover deal for Perth Glory. Is it Ross Pellegra? Ross Pellegra, yes. I, I part of the I, I call him, I, Mate, you've been I talking for Santa 20 Pellegra. minutes. You've got to calm down, Nick, seriously. I, I call him Santa Pellegra Fuck for me. his generous, uh, generous uh, gift to the, to the kids. Ah, okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, you saw that? He's got to give like 3,000 yeah. free tickets to kids under the age of 16 to come to Perth Games. Things like that, I think, are a really good yeah. strategy to get yeah, people yeah. back in the stands, for sure. Makes, makes a, it's a feel-good... Um, feeling around the club at the moment. Absolutely. It's mm. a good precedent as well, you know, doing things for the fans straight up, you know, not mucking around. And seems like he cares about the fans, so hopefully that continues. Perth need a Perth based club, regardless. I need security because they've probably got the most outward expenses in terms of, you know, travel. Oh, yeah. Um, Absolutely. And logistics. But they're also a very important uh, market um, for any sport. Not even the NRL has a team in Perth. Yep. Obviously, the AFL is very strong and cricket's very strong in that market. But not even the NRL has a team in Perth. And um, and and Super Rugby Rugby Union has had issues there. So it's good to have you know uh, good support there because if the AL because you know if they're not financially backed they, and they if they don't have the financial backing then like you don't want them to become an afterthought or worse. Yeah. Uh, Fighting. So it's great to see to have an owner. Uh, it's a win for the A-League. Um, it absolutely is a win for the A-League. So this is a guy, he heads up the Melbourne... He's like he's a, he's a Melbourne property developer, I believe. Uh, is he? Or is that the last guy? I don't know. Uh, yeah, no, that's the last guy. So Poligra owns Catania, I think? Yeah. Yeah. With, yeah, he's going to install both Vince Grella yeah. and Mark Bresciano into uh, executives in the new glory regime. Ah. Good memories, mate. You remember Mark Bresciano pulling the strings back in the day, Andy? Absolutely, mate. That was the uh, peak soccer oh, wow. era. That's it, mate. That's it. That's it. I've got um, I've got mutual LinkedIn connections with this guy. <laughs> with Ross Poligra? Yeah, four mutual LinkedIn connections. Four. I don't know who these. I don't know who these people are, but I've added them over my time on LinkedIn. Random. And I've got four mutual connections. Wait, how many LinkedIn connections do you have? Um, hundred and sixty-eight. Not bad. He's got a network. So yeah, yeah. So what's that? Yeah. Regardless, Perth uh, Glory vibes are good. Kolokovsky keeps scoring goals. Adam yeah. Taggart is banging them in right now. 
West and Sydney, I think, are on the down, especially with Anton's now injured. Young Joel and Asmos, bloody. I love Stephen Doing bits off the bench. He is doing bits. What about Daniel Benny? You're rating his season so far. Daniel Benny. He's uh, not probably expected a little bit more from Daniel Benny, but, I mean, it's his first season. He's only bloody... Yeah, of course, of course, of course. 18, 17, so... Not in games. We'll cut him some slack. Steph Kolokovsky is a casualty of Melbourne City having a bit too much top-end talent at the time, in my opinion. You could use him now, I'll tell you that for free. I do want to mention, with with Wellington getting that win, Costa Barbarossa scored two goals. He's been named the Player of the Month for the second month consecutively, so he's killing it right now. And the race right now at the top of the A-League men's in terms of top goal scorers. You've got Fornaroli. Yeah, Fornaroli's on 13. Uh, Stamatolopoulos is on 13, Taggart's on 12, Angel Torres 11, Costa Barbarous is on, and Man is on 10. So, Andy, I'll ask you, who's your tip for Golden Boot right now? Jeez, it's, uh, it's a tight race, isn't it? Which is great. Um, uh, the only thing that's not great about it is that J Max name's not up there, but uh, <laughs> we've had our fun with, with him. But uh, my tip, oh, I reckon Adam Taggart's uh, a good shout. He, he keeps uh, chipping away and scoring in um, more games than not. Um, obviously, Bruno is still a, a good chance as well, and his first half of the season was incredible. But, um, yeah, now that the competition's caught up to him, it's thrown the race wide open. But, yeah, I'll, I'll uh, tip Taggart for mine. Hell, yeah, Adam Taggart. We like that. We like that indeed. All right, I reckon we move on from the games. The transfer window for the A-League's wrapped up a couple of weeks ago now. We've been meaning to do a bit of a breakdown of it, pick our winners, pick our losers, but we've had uh, a few little technical difficulties getting in the way. But we're going to do it today via the method of burning questions. Burnt extra crispy. So I'll ask everyone, so all three of you, who won the transfer window in the A-League? All three of you can answer. I'll start with you, Andy. Sure thing. Um, well, I mean, this transfer window was um, probably not one of the most significant or most memorable uh, transfer windows in the history of the A-League. Um, but nonetheless, yeah. some teams did better than others, uh, I believe. Um, and I actually think Brisbane Raw, in my opinion, did uh, did the best out of the January mm. transfer window. Uh, they made it really. Yeah, that's uh, in my opinion. Um, they've they've made a quality signing in Marco Roja, so I think is a great addition um, mm-hmm. to the squad and good to have him back in the A League. Keegan Yelichich as well, some good young talent there. I think he's got a bright future uh, ahead of him. Um, and yep. Anthony Burke Gilroy, another uh, not super young, but another good good talent um, who seems to be uh, going well for them as well so far. Um, and they didn't really lose anyone. Oh, yeah. So, um, yeah, again, they're, they're not huge names, and there wasn't really any huge names across across the whole transfer window. But, um, yeah, I think they've they've done pretty well with those ones. You may, you're trying to say that uh, the loss of Aaron Reardon isn't going to hold us back? Uh, I don't think it's going to uh, derail the, uh, the train too much, but uh, we'll see. <laughs> 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 All right, what about you, Damo? Pick a winner for me. Uh, well, there's... Hmm. I'll, I want to go Brisbane as well, obviously mm. because of the Marco Rojas factor. But I 
think I'm going to have to go with uh, Melbourne City. As the winners. Yes, Damo. Yeah. I approve this message. Are you snorting yeah. hard drugs? <laughs> no, I genuinely think that uh, on paper... They actually did it right. Jimmy Jago yeah. and uh, Marco Tilio back at the club. I mean, you got two recent Socceroos there, so... Yeah, true. yeah but on paper, have they been winning any more games since those transfers? Days, but you've mate. also Early lost Hamza because that's what you've lost. You've lost Hamza Saki and you've lost Aziz Bayic though as well. That's all right. <laughs> it it uh, and Lade United have lost Joe Gacci. Yeah. So interesting. Is what it is. <laughs> it is what it is, boys. It is what it is. I don't mind it. All right. What about you there, Nicholas? You got a winner well, for me. I think the winners Brisbane Raw uh, quality. Oh. Quality uh, signings. That's the, the easy park. answer. <laughs> yeah, you tell him, Damo. It is an easy answer, but, you know, it's a winter transfer period. It's not like there's significant movement happening. Mm. So, I, you know, I can't reinvent the wheel just for the sake of reinventing the, the wheel, you know. <laughs> yeah, totally fair. you got to stay true to yourself. Stay um, locked in, loaded. I will go with Melbourne victory. Um, because they didn't really lose anyone that good. Interesting. But they brought in Rolly Bonavazia, the legend, and they brought in Salim Khalifi. And I mentioned those those two players because they essentially got them for free. So they've just added two solid kind of role players for zero cost. That's yeah. Can't go wrong. Good call. But actually, now in hindsight, in hindsight, you'd probably say that Perth have probably managed to have the best transfer window out of everyone because they've managed to go on this bloody winning spree. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Plus they've gotten rid of two players who pretty useless. Which so have, <laughs> wait, which ones are useless? Uh McAniff. Yeah, right. And uh Khalifi. Oh Khalifi's not <laughs> useless, he's alright. He is. Only <laughs> Bazanic is useless. Bazanic, all these players anyway, so that they've actually got like a fresh kind of yeah. Feeling about him at the moment, and obviously uh, like it's that. been kind of uh, evident in their uh, mm. their recent form. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, in hindsight, now that I've kind of thought about it for more than five seconds, <laughs> I, think I can say that first uh, <laughs> glory. Right. Well done. Yeah, fair enough. All right, what about they've managed to get an owner as well? <laughs> it's good. It helps to get an owner. You're yeah, not wrong. Right. All right, what about losers? What about Nicholas? Oh, give you a loser. First glory. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, Damo, but when you're being forced to sell your players instructed by the APL, like, how do you think that's a winner? Like, you know, bloody the bank coming in to tell you to sell your house. Banks coming in to tell you to sell your house, but it's okay because, you know, um, they're going to, you know, you're still going to have a roof over your head, yeah. You might have ended up in a better place, you don't know. (laughs) Makes, um... No, makes makes no sense why you give that opinion. But if I had to pick another loser, um, because I guess you can argue that, you know, Perth Glory have managed to move up the ladder, um, but I don't see, um, you know, whilst, you know, restructuring the club and, you know, they're going to be in transition and they'll be able to, they're not, hopefully the the AAPL is going to get out of their hair and they're not going to be told who to sign anymore. If I had to pick a club, I'd say Western United. Because no transfers, making no moves when you're at the bottom of the table, um, you know, enough, you know, your team's not working as it is. It's just 
it's a bit, you know, I'm sure there's motivation for why they didn't make any signings. Maybe just the mark, maybe the market just wasn't right for them. Um, and I guess it's better than losing players, but it's just um, your current formula isn't going to like your current formula isn't working. I think you need to make some changes. So, um, yeah. Yep, I don't mind that. All right, you demo, a loser of the window. Uh, probably Newcastle. Because nothing happened. Nothing happened. And, <laughs> but they got Apostolos at least. Yeah, that was last window. That was at the start of the year. Yeah. That's so, literally I'll, Newcastle's I'll, I'll Newcastle's entire Newcastle. season. It, it's shit, but we've got Apostolos Damatolopoulos, so it's okay. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and Clayton Taylor. Yeah, Clayton Taylor. Yeah, fair news, fair news. All right. And you, Andy, loser yeah, of the window. Yeah, I'm going to go with Adelaide. I reckon, um, obviously, the the big one is Joe Goucher. We all know um, he's son deal with Aston Villa, so mm. great for him. But it's it's a huge loss um, for Adelaide, and I think they're already starting to feel his uh, absence a bit, unfortunately, uh, in the back. They've been blessed for quite a, quite a while with his skills mm. uh, now. Um, so, yeah, him. They also lost uh, Oliviera. Um, as we all know what happened with with him yep. and the rumours going into the transfer window and he wasn't getting played and all that sort of thing. But, yeah, that's um, a young talent that they've lost mm. as well. And um, Who just scored for MacArthur, by the way. Did he? There you go. There you go. Was oh, that on right mm-hmm. now? No, that's on tomorrow night, yeah. isn't it? No, he scored for MacArthur against Wellington. Against uh, Wellington, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. I thought we were talking about the AFC Cup. Good goal. Good goal. Was a good, good goal. goal. And, uh, ah. yeah, Alex Popovich right. as well, another young yeah. talent they've lost, so, and, yeah. Yeah, no, I think yeah, that's it. So. Yeah, I forgot I about I mean, Popovich. yeah, you've got to say that Adelaide, yeah, doing some great stuff on the transfer market with their outbounds, mm. but uh, you got to look at their form and say, hey, like, yeah, we're at a position, you know, we need to start bringing in some quality players. Yes, they brought in Mork mm. and... Dukuli, so mm. yeah. start, but you haven't replaced Goodwin. Mm. No. Uh, Tunnicliffe is borderline useless. <laughs> uh, and he's relying on Ibasuki and Isaias to kind of just hold down the, the fort for the rest of the season, and it's just mm. not going to work because Isaias is 38 years old, so. Yeah. Yeah, it's strange. Honestly, strange bloody sequence that happened in Adelaide. And it's actually, like, it's good that all these young guys are getting game time, but then you have a look at what happened this weekend with Irin Kunda not being in the squad, citing some uh, mental health or uh, just focus reasons. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's, Mm. it's weird. It's just weird because you need... Like players who are who can help bring these young kids through as well, but you also need players who are actually you know like kind of mm. decent. And Isaias, yes, decent, been a very good servant for the club, but needs some needs some rotation through that squad, mm. man. It's just really really stable at the moment. For sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Adelaide in dire straits. But I reckon that uh, is a pretty decent recap of the transfer window. Not a bad effort there, fellas. Bringing our expertise to the table. Beautiful stuff. You've got to have a bit of back and forth. I swear we don't script it, fellas. I swear we don't script it. I swear. 
And for the record, Melbourne City definitely a loser. What's of the uh, what's point seven point three there <laughs> on the Google Doc? Yeah, Melbourne City <laughs> loser of the transfer window. You can't lose as is Bayich and Hamza Saki and think you're a winner. I got grow up. You make banks off, uh, off Bayich. You're having a lot. <laughs> yeah, I suppose so. I yeah, suppose true. So. true. Jimmy Jago, mate. Get out. All right, can we move on to the news, fellas? What are our thoughts on that? Yeah, lovely. Love the news. We love the news. All right. A few cheeky headlines that I'll run years through. First things first, Newcastle looks like they are on their way to getting an owner as well, which is exciting. Yeah. Definitely going to be Taylor Swift. Yeah. And all the players will start wearing sequins. It's not luxury paints, is it? Come back. uh, (laughs) Come back to uh, a few years ago. (laughs) <laughs> or is that, that was a different paint company, was it? Yeah, surely, mate. I've got a bit of luxury paints. Surely they've been raking it in the last few years. <laughs> Hold on. No, it's going to be um, Jewelux. What's a Jewelux? Inspiration. Is it actually? No! <laughs> oh, I don't it's going to be a human. It's going to be a human. I don't know who. It's just like the coach of Newcastle basically was like, yeah, look, it looks like it's happening. It's been confirmed to me that it's going to happen, so... It's not. It's not Duolux, the company. The it's the dog owning it. <laughs> <laughs> the actual Duolux dog CEO. Yep. He's got. He's got. He's gonna. He's gonna pay the players in uh, sticks and down from <laughs> the park. Oh, probably God. not much different to what they get paid now. <laughs> Uh, Rumour has it that the Asian Champions League is simply too expensive for Australian clubs to compete in, that it's a bit of a money sink and actually just not worth it, which is kind of a shame to think about. Is it the Champions League or the AFC Cup? Sorry? Well, the Asian Champions League. The AFC Cup is clearly worth it, mate. Come on now. Um, Does that even cover costs? Probably not. Um, Yeah. No, nah. probably not, no. Uh, yeah, it's really expensive to travel from Central Coast to <laughs> MacArthur. <laughs> but you seen the Uber high, high, high price hiking? Uber, uh, yeah, Uber's getting fucking mad expensive lately. So it's bloody this ridiculous. Report, this report, um, I'm not, I can't remember who it came from, but it seemed pretty credible. Um, I, I think the report's um, saying the quiet part that everyone acknowledged out loud. Yeah. Uh, that's it, I think. Um, I think. I mean, it's an actual. It's like a Fief Pro, like actual report on finances and whatnot. Like you can go through and read the document yourself, just kind of see the. Internet. I mean, there was that one year I remember that Brisbane Raw got fined mm. because they didn't put on a good enough spread for the delegates. Really? <laughs> Wait, what? What the fuck? Yeah, We're absolutely. Actually... <laughs> they, they, and they wonder why it's. We're running at a loss for Australian clubs because bloody AFC is more bloody interested in getting the good bloody lobster <laughs> instead of uh, uh, actually making the competition half decent. They should have got the frantic They should have got the frantic. No, they should have got my my barker, my grandmother to cook Absolutely. the spread for him. Get some gra on there. Get some goulash. Get some chavapi boys. Get some sarma. Baklava. No, that's Turkish. What We're talking. Greek, definitely not Croatian is the point. Get some Croatian spreads here. Let's go. What about some send up some last stop kebabs? What about some tiramisu? That's okay, Nick. You just risen me at this point in time. I reckon get jolly good sandwiches to uh, cater for the next Asian Champions League fixture in Australia. Excuse me? Mate, they're probably good sandwiches. I'll back them. 
You're a grown man, Nicholas. How can you not like sandwiches? Oh, I think I'm a grown man. I'm perfectly inclined to doesn't not like, like what I don't either. like. Disgraceful. I know he's sandwiches, like though. Of all things. He doesn't like Mexican food Hello. either. All right, maybe you should put some questions to um, your Mirror of the Grid uh, co-host. Ah, <laughs> oh, man, don't even get me started on my Mirror of the Grid co-host, Mr. I don't pasta, like fucking onions or whatever the fuck. God damn it. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can listen to our uh, sister podcast, Mirror of the Grid, on my web or our website on www.onlinehumedia.com. Check out all our content at online. And then come back to us and tell us how much cooler we are. Yes, the four men wall is where it's at. We are enjoying it. Also, four men wall on the Instagrams. Follow and like and engage and all that fun stuff. Uh, furthermore, broadcasting rights Paramount Plus Network Ten. It's been shit for a long time. Rumor has it. That they could be dropping us next season as Paramount Plus goes through a purchase from someone else. Uh, Channel 10 will, of course, be um, sold by CBS as part of that I think deal. It's, uh, I think I heard a song about this at Taylor Swift concert. Did you? We are never, <laughs> ever getting back together. <laughs> I think it's a nasty breakup, if you ask me. I think they mutual. both don't like each other. Yeah, They say they're both dissatisfied hate. with their service and the and It would outcome. be two years earlier, wouldn't it? You know what? Who's um, got to pick up the A-League rights? I reckon they're in the strife. They oh. could uh, make like uh, Taylor Swift's 22 and just put it on ABC too. <laughs> <laughs> when you're 22. Yeah, Aaron Chan to do the live crosses. <laughs> I literally, the first comment on the Reddit post regarding the broadcasting rights is this homie, um, like, I'm not going to read his name, it's too long. Um... Only on board if ABC get it and Aaron Chen is called back to be a sideline. I've caught this big time. Literally. <laughs> nah, we can't have that. No. Um, look, you know, you can dream. Maybe we get Optus or Stan or something, but it, it could be pretty bad. Aaron, if we... Aaron Chen wasn't even the worst part of that broadcast. Like, the co-hosts were, like, <laughs> dressed like it was a kid's game or something. Yeah, like, absolutely. Like, I had a whiteboard. But they were, like... Doing anal- analysis. They're all wearing, like, LFC, like, retro shirts and stuff. Okay, they're pretty cool, but, like, like there's obviously a rush to get for production. Because, what a shit show. Like, I, I think... I, I don't think Liverpool even cared about that game. I think they brought Stevie G out of retirement and, like, because they couldn't get a full squad in to play Sydney. What they, is like, Aaron Chen up to Lincoln, these days? Um, uh, in New York, and he's Dave doing his comedy over there. Mm. Really? He's, uh, he's killing it. Yeah, fuck yeah, Stevie good. and Gerard, Saudi Arabia. Yeah, fuck Tim Cahill real quick for supporting Qatar so so blatantly. Yeah. Bloody ridiculous. I, I've been I've been I've been fucked Tim Cahill for a long time, I reckon. Since twenty twenty two World Cup. I've you see what he's from. what he what he tweeted when, when Qatar won the Asian Cup? He was he's like, te- Oh, we a, did it. Grow he up. is a technical yeah, We did it. We did it. Piss it's a technical off. it's his workplace though. It's a technical director. Yeah. Yeah, fine. He's been sports washed, mate. But he'll sell his soul. He'll he'll sell his soul to the last penny, kind of guy. Yeah, we already man. knew that. Um, but I, I I didn't like him for a while. I was at the pub in Sydney for the India game, and everyone's like, "Yeah," and I'm like, "I fucking booed it." Oh, I, I, I gave him a little. I gave him a little quiet boo, <laughs> so no one could like turn on me. Yeah, you don't want to get but, beaten up by the big Sydney boys. But yeah, but he um, it's been been known for a bit that like. I think ABC tried to do an interview. I can't remember who did. Someone at the Qatar World Cup tried to do an interview with him and actually ask him 
like, do you understand, like, Qatar's human rights situation? And he just, like, completely gave a <laughs> Tony Popovich response. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a Tony Abbott response. <laughs> What are you talking about? What are you doing? Oh, little sassy! <laughs> what are you talking about? Uh, I, I gave you the response. I queen! <laughs> All wrapped up in a crispy tortilla bun. Fuck. Trooper Snipper. Uh, that's the one, yes, thank you. Uh, Kashini Yangi has come out and said that he believes he can be the difference for the Socceroos moving forward in an attacking sense. He believes he brings something unique to the table as opposed to your Dukes and your J-Max and whatnot. And he thinks that if he's yeah. given the chance, he can absolutely get the job done. Do we agree, boys? Yes. To an extent, yes. All right. Andy, holding back. Andy doesn't give a shit. Do you have any other news to report? Yes, I do have one more piece of news to report. Uh, is, it, is it the news that we were talking about earlier today? No. It is okay, not. Would you, you like to talk first. about that news? Because it was a great yeah. photo. Yeah, it's a great uh it was a gr- it was a great, you know, talking about KO digital membership. Um Sean's a bulldog member. Uh, in a digital sense. <laughs> yeah, but Bailey financially contributes he financially contributes to the Western Bulldogs Football Club. Um, mm. uh, but no, you got you got one more item. Yeah, so the Players Union. Um, I don't even know we had a Players Union, to be perfectly yeah, honest. Yeah, sure do. We, we sure do. Unions. And they're out here taking aim at the APL uh, and, and what they've labelled as missteps with bringing the new clubs in Auckland and Canberra uh, so quickly and not giving them time to build a proper club. Um, I don't know if that's, you know, does that really help the media, kind of the whole whirlwind going on right I mean, now? I've or? got a scoop. Canberra United kind of exist. You Canberra do I've, exist, that's correct. I've got a yeah. scoop. I've been on the soccer Twitter this afternoon. Oh, my God. And the Soccer Twitter. And and the rumour came in from Ray Gat, I think. Okay. That uh, came through that, hold on. Can you just give me like two minutes to find it? Sorry. Two whole minutes? You're a man. Oh my goodness. Yep. Ray Gat. Ray Gat. Has he got that oh. Gatling gun, that br- yeah. b- bow? <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's not really. Andy it doesn't that. really specify anyone. <laughs> Andy loved that. He loves the Gat. He loves that Galadem fam. So, Ray, Ray Gat, former, former journo, he, he put out yeah. a tweet and it's. He put along the lines of, I believe the new Auckland A-League club has landed a big signing from an Australian AL club. Mm. Well, it could be anyone. Could be anyone. And and he's like, I won't say who, but then in the, in the replies, he just keeps <laughs> saying no to all the other options. It's like, Brian Caltech, no. no. <laughs> Josh Nibs, Nisbet, no. And he's like, not Josh a Mariners Nibby. player. He's got Devia, and then he's like, it's an Australian player. Um, and it's like... And, and it's like... And it's like, old mate Steve Corica rated his club as in Sydney FC. No. Not not Sydney FC. And they're going, Rohash, surely. And he's like, no. Not, not an not, Australian player. Russes. He's like, no, not a Kiwi. Also not Australian, yep. Not not a Kiwi. And then... Um, and then... Uh, <laughs> You're getting there, bruv. You're getting there slowly. Yeah, I've already old mate, oh, old, <laughs> mate. old mate... Uh, Got old mate Matty Vandenberg on Twitter, man. This is a uh, A League Twitter guy. He's on soccer Twitter. He's a social media sports pundit. He's got he's prominent on the scene, and he was like, "Can't say how concrete this is, but I heard it's a Newcastle player." And they're like, "And but he's been told now 
And he's like, okay, I'm wrong. I've heard the name and it's huge. Okay. But I did send Sajashan something huge. Uh-huh. And someone responded. The guy that does the, I think Jesse is the guy that does the yeah, yeah, Walking yeah. City podcast. Am I right, yeah. Andy? And he put in the question. He put in the question. Leckie or McLaren? Yeah. And and the guy who knows, apparently knows the signing, gave a green tick emoji. So it's either Leckie or McLaren. McLaren, mate, is... Hey, he's well, got a little like <laughs> Mega. Oh, mate, because it's just riling you up. He doesn't <laughs> seem that riled, to be fair. He's pretty right. calm about the whole thing. No, no, no. He... he... Tennis <laughs> not true. Yeah, you know, yeah. honestly, he's got to leave. He's got to leave. He's got to leave. And gone for the wrong superstar. They've gone for the wrong player. They should be going for hot property, yeah. LA Rose. That'd exactly. be the marquee signing they need. Uh, well, there's no well issue with Auckland. You know, you can't get um, you can't get a uh, get good escargot, and you know, <laughs> uh, you can't get any um. You know, you don't have the Champs Elysees. You know, yeah, 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 ratatouille. Yeah, no, no good ratatouille. No Michelin star yeah. uh, restaurants around every corner. And uh, Michelin, Michelin star, Michelin. It's just doesn't, Michelin. Just doesn't have those Parisian blocks that LA Rose really gravitates towards. Mm, très bien. You know, Champs Elysees. There's no. You know, no my mum. Cobblestone. I put, up, I put up a reel of um our. I put up a reel of our uh, LA Rose discussion onto my. Uh, Personal Instagram story, and my mum responded saying with a fire emoji. So she'd also, <laughs> also love to see LA Rose go to. <laughs> she'd also love to see LA Rose go to PSG. The rumors gaining traction. We got LA Rose fans. Yeah, that um, that reel did get was, lots of views. I will say. I was on the ground in. I was yeah. My mother was one of them. I was on the ground in Paris uh, in in October, and and there's LA Rose <laughs> fever. There's a lot of blonde locks going around. It is, there's going to be a hole in the squad with Mbappe leaving in a period of transition. They need LA Rose. This guy is a proved winner. He's won an Australia Cup. Doesn't okay? get any bigger than that. He's won an Australia's Cup. He's a pro- proven winner. He's a proven winner. Has Jamie McLaren won the Australian Cup? I'm going to stop you right there before no, the team gets any more ridiculous. I think Nick's won split the wall. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We've got to we've got to move forward. Look, if J Mag goes to Auckland, that'll be interesting for sure. Uh, but we won't we won't uh, report on it until we actually have a confirmation. Good, How about that? Does that sound good? I can uh, tell you I'll report on whatever. Be. I'll report on whatever pisses Andy off the most. Andy's he's fine. Look There's at his face. He's chilling, bro. He's not even stressed. Oh mate, I know. I can Andy. tell you who. Uh, All right. J Mag's replacement. <laughs> won't in the be day, maybe food. though. Mate, Jamie McLaren will leave the club and Maxi Caputo will still be starting from the bench. Yeah, 100%. Uh, I've got a burning question number three, and it's also kind of a bit of a Damo decode situation. So this is for you, Damo. I was having a, a yarn with some bloke on Twitter. With Richarlison doing his bloody pigeon dance and Zadkovich just two-footing him. Nothing grinds my gears more. I do the re- I do some research for this podcast sometimes. I try my best, and honestly, like I'll Google A League Men news, and I'll click on the news tab. You know, on Google, there's a news tab. 
Yeah, all right. When I go on that, I swear to God, there are stories from 2022. There are stories from 2023. There are stories from the fucking NPL, but not the A-Leagues. I'm so befuddled. So my question, Damo, why can I not find any current news stories on the A-League right now? What's going on? Because everything's already been done. They've already covered it. Back in the day. Back in the day. All the same issues that we have today happened back in 2022 as well. Okay. So we haven't haven't. There's no nothing new that's been that's actually reportable. So uh, it's already happened. So that's why you can't find it anymore in the the news tab. Um, I disagree, Deshaun. I I just googled A League Men's News and there's a plethora of news ranging from 12 hours ago to two days ago from a range of sources on a range of clubs. I think maybe. this isn't a de- demo decodes. Maybe this is a, um, you know, uh, IT decodes. You know, maybe you just yeah, maybe you just <laughs> maybe. not using the right engine. Maybe I, I to be fair, I've just sure done the same thing by accident. No, no, this is okay. Earlier today when I searched, I had this problem, <laughs> but right now it's all coming up good. Yeah, maybe you just maybe you should. Maybe you should, you know, wait, take a deep breath, come back to it later before putting it on the run sheet as a burning question. It, it so, is, uh, it's actually, it's, it's funny you say that because uh, I was doing my night shifts last week yeah. and hence why I wasn't on the, uh, oh, yeah. the last uh, installment of the four-man wall. Yeah. And I was listening to SEN uh, on uh, Saturday night and this was after the Melbourne Derby had been, uh, had been played. And uh, and they were talking about the relevance of the A League, and I don't know who these two guys were, but they sounded like they were they they, they were on this was a, a football it was a football talk show essentially leading yeah, yeah. into the EPL, and so there was a lot of talk about uh, just like the relevance of the A League and how um, we thought or they thought that with the success of like the men's team at the World Cup. And obviously the women's World Cup, yeah. that, you know, crowds would improve dramatically at um, both the men's and the women's. The women's has to an extent. Yeah. Obviously the men's uh, hasn't. It, really. It's improved a little bit, but yes, has improved a little bit. But they they were just completely just fuzzled as to why this hasn't hasn't worked out. And then obviously they brought up the the grand final decision, and they they were just completely befuddled as to why they would have done that at that in that t- time frame. And uh, it's just the I think they said that it was just like the the management of the the league kind of shooting themselves in the foot time at time after time after time. And I think when you bring up like stuff happening in the media and why there's not really a lot of um, information and a lot of coverage out there is because unfortunately it's just like, like no one really cares yeah and it's a it's a real shame obviously there's us who are really passionate about it but we should know, start a four-man wall blog yeah exactly what do you reckon andy can you start like reporting on sure, like, weekly game recaps for us? <laughs> <laughs> the melbourne city blog but yeah no i i with what you said there, Damo, I, I do get befuddled sometimes with the management decisions, and hopefully Nick Garcia and the new guys in charge can kind of right the ship. 
and we'll see how we go. It is exciting to, to see the new new management, sorry, new ownership for Perth, and it sounds like new ownership for, for Newcastle coming in soon. So they're ticking the boxes so far, it must be said. But time will tell. Uh, speaking of time, a very lengthy period of time can be called many things. Uh, a saga, a story, an error, or era, depending on the way you want to pronounce it. And in light of Taylor Swift's errors slash eras tour... Um, I believe young Nicholas suggested that we, as as a group, Damo's nearly gonna, he's fallen asleep. Yeah. Actually, no, I'm actually looking for <laughs> The one thing he's looking for. We're gonna, we're gonna pick the, our favourite A-League era each. Alright, so, you know, whatever you may think that is gonna be. Uh, Andy, I'll start with you. I do, I do, and it may not come as a huge surprise to the listeners or my fellow co-hosts, but, um... The uh, oh. <laughs> my, my favourite um, A-League era on a personal level is uh, the, the Melbourne City dynasty, I would call it, um, from, you know, say 20, 2020 mm-hmm. to 2023 when we won um, Premier's Plate threes in a row and a grand final and um, just had many happy happy memories personally in those years. And I remember winning when we won that... Um, the grand final, our, our first and only one, and um, Nick was with me. We went to an event later and um, met most of the players and got photos with them and got to <laughs> touch their, um, you know, premiership medals and that sort of thing. So, um, <laughs> what were you touching, down, man, brother? <laughs> podcast here, but, touching a couple of medals. Um, yeah, exactly. But no, just um, all inclusive, brother. I'm going with that one just because, uh, yeah, had. Very, very uh, happy memories in that, that era and uh, was very spoiled as a City fan uh, with all the success we had. And, oh, yeah. Yeah, it's just a joy to watch and, um, yeah, that's my favourite era. Totally fair. Look, I expected that to be your response, but it's still a good response, a very entertaining era. Now, Nick, you were pulling a duck face throughout the entirety of Andy's uh, speech there. So either you're gonna you're gonna have some beef with it, or you've got the the same answer. What's going on here? It's frozen. <laughs> it's Nick? stunned. Oh. <laughs> is he? Or is he yeah, really no, Nick's still? Yeah, Nick's out. Oh no, he okay. No, he's a bit weak. But... He's just stoned. Uh, my favourite era. Uh, thank you, Deshaun, for uh, put a question. Uh, my favourite era would be the Emil Heskey era. <laughs> <laughs> Just, that was when A-League was at its peak. You know, you have Emil yeah. Heskey, Alessandro Del Piero, the RBB. You know, you have Orlando Engelar banging them in from halfway. Admittedly, I didn't watch much A-League uh, in, that, in, in that era. Um, yeah. Because I was a bit, uh, was a bit of a rebellious teen. I was, uh, you know, I wanted to play Minecraft instead of watch the A-League. Um <laughs> But nothing says being rebellious by playing <laughs> like play the most Minecraft, downloaded yeah. games of all time in its uh-huh. peak. <laughs> but yeah, it was uh, you know the classic blue uh, Fox Sports scoreboard, you know, with the with the three letter yeah. code like MHT Melbourne Heart or like you know, uh, yeah. you know BRI Brisbane, you know, yeah. and then and then like the red cards would come up on the side, and you know you have. Uh, and but and there was also the black and white one. They kind of the modern Super upgrade. Saturday. Super Saturday. Uh, go into the EPL. Um, mm. 
It was an Very iconic good. era, you know, selling out grand finals. Uh, so I'm talking about like, uh, like, like the second year of Melbourne Heart to about the first year of Western Sydney. So the so the 2011-12 season to uh, the 2012-13 season. So those couple of I like that. It's a couple of As if you called the Emil Heskey era, though. Like... <laughs> yeah, no, it's just, uh, like, it's just like, you know, it was that speak, you know, having the Emil Heskey cam and, like... Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I love and that. just, you know, uh, quite a few clubs, like, like it would be, like, a remin- reminiscent era for a lot of teams, like, a lot of yeah. teams that were successful in that period um, have ended up having long, long droughts now, like Central Coast were successful... But then they weren't to be seen again until you know, um, Starge uh, and was it Starge or Milicic? No idea. Yeah, until until Starge got them up and running again, um, and then Nick, later Nick Montgomery. So it's uh, it was quite the year. Newcastle in their red and blue. <laughs> oh yes, not just white. I like that. That's a good shout. Uh, oh, they're also in the black and white too as a clash kit. Like they were trying to capitalize on three things at once, like like red and blue, as in being like the same color as the Newcastle Knights, the NRL team, and the seats of the stadium, but also black and white because it was like Newcastle United, like the Prem. Yeah, 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 <laughs> they yeah. Just, they were clever. They're, with they're it. They just were trying to cash in on everything Newcastle. Um, what about you, Damo? Do you have an error for me? An era, era. Well, yeah, era? I've, I'm much similarly along the same, similarly on the along the same lines as Nick. Uh, I oh, know Nick mentions uh, obviously Del Piero, Heskey, uh, probably uh, someone else from I think that was uh, uh, what's his name Carlos Hernandez. Yep. Time as well. Uh, but I'll go one one Orlando Engelar. But uh, I think we missed out on the best of the lot, and that was uh, Michael Mifsud. Michael Mifsud, yeah. Obviously, Melbourne Heart legend. Fourteen games, one goal. Fuck me. Uh, just really good era, <laughs> yeah. Or maybe error, depending on which way you want to frame it. Yeah. Uh, whether it's an <laughs> error on Melbourne Heart's behalf for getting him in or not, but uh, <laughs> ooh, nicely done, little punny. Okay. <laughs> Not bad, not uh, bad. But uh, yeah, no, I agree. Just like that, that time, I think coinciding with uh, being a young sixteen-year-old, and um, I remember <laughs> staying up late, warming up the pizza uh, at my mate's place, it. and watching the watching the um, the EPL at midnight and two o'clock, and yeah, it was just a good time. It was a good time. It was a good time. Yeah, league as well. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to do a similar time frame, but for different reasons. You could call this the North Queensland Fury era. You could call this the Gold Coast United era. You could call this the Shane Smeltz era. Yeah, of course. It's got to be the Raw Salona era. Yeah. Absolutely. And Postacuti. <laughs> yeah, like, it couldn't have been anything else. Let's be real. I'm, a, I'm a biased man. You know this. Me and Andy are on the same wavelength here. Yeah. <laughs> the biggest the biggest win of Ange... The biggest winner. Sorry, do you have any more to add about your Oh, I've got lots more to add. I'll, I'll, I could talk about this for about half an hour, but yeah, you can feel free to say what you got to say, and then I'll jump back in. The biggest winner. I think has been stated enough. The biggest winner in Ange's post Postecoglou's move to European clubs and climbing the European management tree um, must be his uh, cotton linen button-up shirts. 
Yes. They're no longer having to go to warm climates. Uh, yeah. Like, like, you, you, like you can just, you know, wear all the puffers in the world now. No one, no one has to see. <laughs> no, no, more, no, no, no more qualifiers, you know, no more qualifiers in Thailand. Um, right. Man was contributing to the Brisbane 2011 floods, I'll tell you that for free. <laughs> a little bit closer. But, uh, no, it's a, it's a bloody dying, um, dying art now. Looking like you're going to your <laughs> yeah, nephew's uh, wedding <laughs> on the sidelines. Uh, I like the Zadkovich look. The black shirt, rocking one today. Yeah. The black shirt and chinos. Losing a little bit of class. I don't. I think Zadkovich looks like a child when he's oh, out there God. on the sidelines. Yeah. Pisses me off. I'm surprised. Absolutely. I'm surprised most managers still have like free dress on the sideline. Um, it used to be in the AFL too, they would wear suits, but I think the reason you yep. don't see it anymore in the AFL and the NRL is because, actually, I think they still wear suits in the NRL sometimes, but in the AFL, you can't make money, you can't print brand logos on suits and button-up oh, shirts. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> uh, I was always a big fan of Kevin Muscat's, uh the Ionica or Mirabella on the, yeah. on the collar. That's always a good one. John, John Aloisi keeps it classy with his full suit. It's a shame his coaching methods aren't exactly classy. That's all right. He's doing his best. Uh, that's true. But yeah, like Postacoglu's Raw Salona, those three seasons, 09 to 2012, uh, best football we've ever seen in the A-League, bar none. I'll have I'll have no arguments other otherwise. You know, you've got your big your big names like your Del Pieros and your yeah. uh, David Veers and Mifsuds. whatnot. Yeah, and your Mifsuds. <laughs> and your Mifsuds. And yet, you Lewis Nannies, but the best player to ever play in the A-League, Thomas Broish. Who are you? Thomas, excuse me, Thomas Broish, <laughs> the man pulling the strings. The man pulling the strings. You had Massimo Madocca, the original Australian Messi. You had Tommy Orr down the sidelines. You had um, Shane Stefanudo and Ivan Franjic in the fullback positions. You had the whole team going to my Barker's Cafe for lunch during the week. They knew what they were doing. They were absolutely fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Friday went on a date with my cousin. I swear though. to God. <laughs> but <laughs> and you had Bessart Parisha causing problems. Our newest uh, hire at the bar is a Perth Glory fan, <laughs> and it's very easy to trigger him. Very, very easy indeed. <laughs> good old, good old Joe. Uh, nah, nah, Will. His name's Will. He's a good lad. Shout out to Will. Um, got us, got one back on us this week, this weekend with Perth beating Brisbane. Did you listen to the pod? Uh, yes, I, I hope so. I showed him the Instagram the other day. He's followed the pod. He's, he's liking the reels. So, you know, taking steps. And on that, follow the Instagram, all that fun stuff. Listen to the podcast. We're on Spotify. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on Google Podcasts now. Four-man wall. Life is good. Yes, sir. Four-man wall. I reckon that brings us to the end of this podcast, unless you guys have anything else to say. I reckon uh, that's a wrap, to be honest. Four-man.wall on Instagram. That's it. That's a Subway <laughs> Socceroos Good way to finish. Don't mind that. Sometimes I see a subways and I think that's just straight up money. Not red rooster, mate. <laughs> money laundering. Money laundering. Jesus, all right. That's I've never red rooster's actually called in a red rooster in my life. Sean, we went to red rooster. I love love red well, rooster. Well, have you seen Deshaun and I? Deshaun and I have had a, we've been to red rooster together. Isn't that right, Deshaun? We did share a red rooster really? one time, and there were no, other people in the red rooster. I and, can and, confirm. And did you enjoy your red rooster? I did enjoy my Red Rooster. This was the Red Rooster at Southern Cross Station. So it's good fucking, you know, it's good real estate. 
Yeah. I'm fairly certain 95% of uh, Red Rooster's customers are drive-through. So Red Rooster does better no, chicken than KFC. I do not believe that for a second. Fuck off. Fried chicken, yeah. It's crunchier. Tastes better. Yeah, it is. Oh. I genuinely, I think it's because I get it fresh, mostly because I'm the only person in there. But... <laughs> All right, uh, lock yeah, it in. I reckon the next next week's uh, split the wall is going to be who has the better chicken, red rooster or fucking KFC. KFC. Yeah, I just, you won't want to. You won't want to miss this. One. I need to do some market research. Yeah, bring the chicken on the pod. Like, hey, fuck, crunch, crunch, let's fucking go. But I reckon this brings us to the end. Thank you all for listening. Uh, we've had fun. Have you guys had fun? Yeah, as always. Beautiful. This has been the Four Man Wall. Thank you all. The death of Risden Raw. Risden with a B. Risden. What does Josh oh, Risden have to do with anything? Josh Risden. <laughs> Rip. Rip. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, now whatever. <laughs>